Hello, welcome to the Friday, December 9th, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. I wrote up a little bit an older event today. December 1st, I received an email that was made to look like an abuse notice, like uh, I did something wrong with one of my domains, and it came from an entity that called itself Domain Cops. Now, they actually registered DomainCops.net, and the email came from a legitimate mail server that was associated with that domain, in that the email was signed with DKIM. The interesting part was that the links in the email didn't go to a legitimate uh, abuse report, but instead straight to malware. Now, sad for them even though they had actually a pretty nice uh, setup here with the domain name and everything, but the exploit was pretty straightforward. It was an old, a few years old RTF, a rich text format exploit that exploits older versions of Microsoft Word. So nothing really too dangerous. Also, the email itself, kind of, when you see it, I posted a screenshot of the email, looks uh, not all that great. For example, they list a phone number that looks, to me at least, obviously fake. But in general, in particular, the help desk individuals and the like in your organizations that may be receiving notices like that, they of course have to be aware that they should expect malicious attachments once in a while as well. I have seen others use attachments and use links like that in order to substantiate an abuse report. Trying to avoid this myself, but sometimes there's just too much data, so you post an excerpt of the data in the email itself, but then link uh, to the rest of the data via uh, URL. And then we got a new cross-site scripting flaw that was found in Yahoo Mail. These webmail systems are notoriously complex and susceptible to cross-site scripting, in particular if they're trying to render HTML in emails. Now, in this particular case, it's a little bit different in your standard cross-site scripting case in that it affects attachments that a user attaches to a your to an email, but not classic attachments that are attached as a file. Instead, Yahoo Mail has the option to attach links to cloud-based storage. So if you, for example, have a file stored in Dropbox, instead of attaching the actual file, you essentially just attach a link to the file on Dropbox. These files are then rendered within the mail browser. Now, when they are rendered, uh, the actual URL is being inserted into an HTML tag, and uh, this is where things go wrong. What happened is really DOM-based cross-site scripting. DOM-based cross-site scripting refers to cross-site scripting that happens on the client. JavaScript on the client takes the URL that the user provided or that arrived in an email and then creates HTML based on that URL. And as it creates the HTML, the cross-site scripting happens. So the code doesn't run on the server, which of course makes it typically more difficult to defend and to detect these kind of vulnerabilities. So for all the web developers out there, take a look at the write-up. It also goes into a little bit of detail in the end in how to prevent these kind of vulnerabilities. 
Yesterday, I talked about the dangers of whitelisting files and how hackers may be able to take that to their advantage. Well, uh, one reason files are whitelisted is false positives. And we do have another false positive to report about here. Trend Office Scan apparently triggers on a JavaScript file that comes with Microsoft SharePoint in its strings.js and it will delete that file. So if you do have an office scan running on a SharePoint server, it will render that server unusable. Trend Micro was quick to release an update to its signatures and it no longer triggers on the file. If you got caught in this false positive, the file should still be in quarantine so you may be able to recover it from there. And yes, uh, Linux privilege escalation vulnerabilities appear to be a thing now. We do have a new one. This one affects the AF packet function, AF arbitrary frame. So that function is usually used to create arbitrary Ethernet frames. And a race condition in this function can be used by any user to gain root privileges. An exploit is available for this particular vulnerability. Haven't tried it out myself yet to see how reliable it is, but appears to be working on Ubuntu 16.04. So as soon as your Linux distribution comes out with a new kernel, uh, please apply the patch. Uh, this should affect all Linux distributions, including Android, not just Ubuntu, even though the exploit was released for Ubuntu. Well, that's it for today. Next week, I'll be at CDI, the Cyber Defense Initiative in Washington, D.C. So in case you're attending, uh, stop by and say hi. And that's it. Uh, talk to you again on Monday. Bye.